Hello, Anchor and Spotify. This is Goddess Kendra Grand Rising. No, I haven't been to bed yet. I have a couple of things that I need to do, so I probably won't go to sleep until like 10 or later today. So today's topic is about R. Kelly has being found guilty after decades of accusations. If you're an R. Kelly fan, you're probably going to get pissed off with what I have to say. So at this point, I would say, I don't care if you're mad. The truth needs to be spoken. So I'm going to read a article from BuzzFeed News. And then after that, I will give you my total opinion. No, I'm not biased, so let's get started. R. Kelly has been found guilty of federal crimes after 11 sexual abuse victims testified against him. Kelly's abuse of young victims was an open secret for decades, and prosecutors said it amounted to a criminal enterprise. Updated on September 27, 221, at 3.56 p.m. Eastern Time. R. Kelly during court hearing in Chicago on September 17, 2019. That's just a picture. And this was written by Antonio Perez. And the other features is a giddy image, Chicago, Chicago Tribune and Tribune News. Brooklyn, R. Kelly, the R&B singer, who for more than 25 years faced accusations of sexual abuse, dozens of young victims without consequences, was found guilty of federal crime on Monday. Thank you, higher power. For over a month, Kelly has been on trial in Brooklyn Federal Court on one count of racketeering, eight counts of violating the Mann Act federal law, Addressing sex trafficking, federal prosecutor accuses Kelly of running an enterprise, in quotes, through which he exploited his star power time and time again to prey on underage girls, young women, and at least two male victims. Jurors deliberated for just nine hours to reach their verdict, finding Kelly guilty on all accusations. He now faces decades in prison and is scheduled to be sentenced on May 4, 2022. The federal charges against Kelly came after BuzzFeed News in 2017 published an investigation by Chicago journalist Jim DeGatis, D-E-R-O-G-A-T-I-S, revealing that parents had told police that the singer was allegedly holding their daughter against their will in a sex cult in January 2019. The documentary Surviving R. Kelly further detailed their allegations and those of multiple women who said Kelly had abused them, once again raising questions about how he, about how he had escaped accountability. A, tri- a trial... The governmental laid out an expansive, detailed case to prove Kelly's guilt beyond reasonable doubt, bringing hundreds of pieces of evidence and 45 witnesses, 11 of whom were his victims. They testified at times through tears about how Kelly abused, emotionally, physically, and verbally abused them. 
some for years. He was directly charged for crimes related to just six women, including Aaliyah, Rest in Power, the late R&B singer Kelly Mary when she was 15, but the government used evidence that he'd abused others to argue that the scope of Kelly's actions amounted to racketeering. Damn. It is time to hold the defendant responsible for the pain that he inflicted on each of his victims. Aaliyah, God bless the dead, Stephanie, Sonia, Jurahonda, Jane, and Faith. Assistant U.S. Attorney Elizabeth GDs said that her closing argument naming each of the women Kelly was charged with abusing. It is now time for the defendant Robert Kelly to pay for his crime. She continued convicting him. Kelly's history of abuse, prosecutors said, dates back to at least the early 1990s. Many of the witnesses spoke of the strict rules that he had to follow in his presence. They couldn't leave a room without his permission, even for food or the bathroom. Their communication was tightly controlled, isolating them from their friends and family. They had to wear baggy clothes, hiding their bodies from all but Kelly, whom they were required to call daddy. They were not to interact or even make excuse me even make eye contact with any other men. Often having to look face walls when in their present. Many of their stories were mirrored in one another's testimony breaking one of the rules and punishment. Often spanking or being forced to stay in your room for days. Numerous witnesses said Kelly made them have sex with him and his other girlfriends, whoever he wanted, often filming the encounter and directing their every move. Condoms were almost never used and Kelly, who had genital herpes since at least 2000, his physician of many years testified, knowingly infecting several of them without informing them of his condition. Both victims and employees were made to write collateral letters containing embarrassing falsehoods like they'd stolen from Kelly or been molested by family members as potential blackmail in case they were ever in case he ever went to trial. Though Kelly had been indicated multiple times since the late nineteen nineties, he had never faced criminal consequences in connecting with sexual abuse. In addition to this year's federal trial in New York, he is awaiting trial on federal and state charges in Illinois and also charges in Minnesota. He was found not guilty of producing child sexual abuse images in 2008 
and spotted videos that allegedly showed him having sex and urinating a 14-year-old girl, Sparkle's niece. She and her family did not testify during the trial because they were paid off. <laughs> she had her... Um, she and her family did not testify during the trial, and jurors questioned if the video actually showed the abuse of an underage girl. Some other sexual misconduct allegations were swept under the rug with secret settlements and as was on open secret for years. In 1994, 27-year-old Carolee married Aaliyah at age 15. They have a picture of Aaliyah. It says, Aaliyah, during an appearance in Virgin Megastore in London in 1995, when she was 16, I will show everybody that's on my live. He married her when she was 15. Many details about Kelly's relationship with Aaliyah, who died in a plane crash when she was 22, surfaced for the first time during the trial. Angela, a witness, was testified that Kelly began sexually abusing her when she was 14 or 15, went on to be backup singer for Aaliyah and tour with her and Kelly. During that tour, during that tour, Angela says she once walked in on Kelly performing oral sex on Aaliyah, who would have been just 13 or 14 at the time. When Aaliyah, when Aaliyah was 15, she and Kelly were married and claimed they both long denied even through their marriage license was published in the media. For years, little was known about the marriage, including why it had taken place. But Demetrius Smith, Kelly's former manager, testified under subpoena that Aaliyah had a pregnancy scare and Kelly thought marrying her would protect him from illegal repercussions. Jane, a... Vict another victim testified that Kelly said he married Aaliyah so she could get an abortion without notifying her parents. Aaliyah was not actually pregnant, and their marriage was annulled months later. In order to pull off the illegal marriage, Smith admitted he bribed a welfare office employee at Kelly's direction, paying 500 cash for a fake ID stating Aaliyah was 18, the master who married them, Nathan Edmund, testified he had not known either singer beforehand and officiated as a favor to a mutual friend. The ceremony lasted less than 10 minutes, with Kelly leaving immediately after to head back out on tour. Days later, Kelly allegedly raped a 17-year-old girl in his dressing room after a show. Why are these parents letting these children go into... Oh, my God. Let me shut up. In a dressing room after a show, the now adult woman testified. Multiple women testified that they had first had sexual contact with the singer as teenagers, which Kelly said, according to one witness, that he should be allowed to be, to be because he is a genius. Geronda met Kelly in 2008 trial as a 14-year-old fan who showed up to support him just over a year later when she was 16. The two began a secret relationship that went on for six months. One day, Geronda did not acknowledge Kelly quick enough when he entered the room and he flew into a rage, she said. Kelly slapped her, choked, 
choked her until she passed out, spat on her, and then forced her to perform oral sex on him. She says she wiped her face after the ejaculation on her with a t-shirt and prosecutors showed a trial that is it matched his DNA. Witness Stephanie breaks down as she testifies during R. Kelly's trial, sketch August 26, 2021. Jane gave three days of disputing testimony about her five-year relationship with Kelly, which began in 2015 when she was just 17. In 2017, she said Kelly got her pregnant and he made her get an abortion against her will because he still wanted her to keep her body tight. Kelly would often beat her, she said one time with a sneaker and once punched her by making her by punishing her by making her film a video in which she smeared herself with feces and put some of it in her mouth. Y'all, ooh, ooh, let me stop. The video and others were presented to jury as evidence. An audio from one recording, a woman can be heard moaning and saying, it makes my pussy wet to play, play in my shirt, daddy. Oh, no, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. It makes my pussy wet to play in my shit, daddy. Threats were one of the many tools Kelly used to maintain culture of silence. According to multiple witnesses, Sonia, a former radio intern who testified she was locked in a recording studio room for days and deprived of food and water before being drugged and sexually assaulted, said employees copied down information on her family and friends from her phone, made her sign two NDAs, and told, don't fuck with Mr. Kelly before she was allowed to leave. Faith, who appeared on Surviving R. Kelly, testified that she was contacted by one of Kelly's employees who showed her a file, who showed her a file of nude photos Kelly had taken of her and threatened they would be leaked as she went forward with the docu-series. After about a week, it began airing. Those same photos published on Facebook called Surviving Lies. How are you able to put nudes on Facebook? I'm just saying. On Monday, acting U.S. Attorney Jacqueline Kuslis praised the victim for their courage in revealing intimate and painful details of their abuse in open court. The guilty verdict would not have been possible without them. She says she recognized the risk they took in speaking up. No one deserves what they experienced at that hand or the threats and harassment they faced in telling the truth about what happened to them, she said. A small but devoted con fans of R. Kelly, super fans attended the trial, many showing up nearly every day in it. In a park outside the courtroom, they will blast his music and write, Free R. Kelly! across the pavement and truck. During court proceedings, the public and press viewed the trial remotely in an overflow room due to COVID and safety protocols. Fans would regularly interject to insult witnesses, accuse them of lying, and mutter their support to the defense. Between the support over limited seat 
in common place and one was arrested after a fellow supporter after a fellow supporter reported him for sexual harassment. Kelly's defense, which was led by attorney, I don't even know how to say this, D-E-V-A-R-A-U-X, Canix, largely focused on painting the victim as liars. Throughout the trial, Canix repeatedly blamed women who said they were abused, questioning Sarah on why they didn't leave. Kelly sooner called the police. In fact, Kelly at times paid off duty police officers, one whom was a childhood friend, to serve as his security staff. He suggested they were out for financial gain, monetizing their allegations through lawsuits and, a pro- and appearing in docuseries. A lot of people who watch Surviving R. Kelly, now a lot of people are sur- surviving off R. Kelly. Ooh, 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 almost just said a bad word. He said in his closing argument, which contained bizarre metaphors and falsehoods about testimony. Speaking to reporters after the verdict was announced, Kanick said Kelly was disappointing and would be pursuing an appeal. He also once again accused the victims of telling inconsistent stories. In the prosecuting's rebuttal, Assistant U.S. Attorney Nadia Shihada criticized the defense reliance on victim-blaming tactics, saying that they put the blame on everyone but R. Kelly himself. It's like we took a time machine and went back to the courthouse in the 1950s, Shihada said. Well, they're arguing is that all of these women and girls were asking for it and they deserves what they got. Never mind that many of them were teenagers too young to consent. So, this, you know what upsets me about all of this? Is when people know they are completely wrong for the junk that they do. They never take accountability to what they're doing or what they've done and it's like they're almost in denial for the harm that they have caused others and that makes me super upset this is why victims of sexual abuse never say anything because people always shame the victim And then what really got me was R. Kelly said he's a genius. You were 16 years old wearing a Barney backpack. Number two, you can't really read or write. You're dumb. I don't mean to be rude. And you feel you could just do these terrible things like when victims have this kind of abuse done to them, which to me is torture, is not cool. Um, hold on, y'all. It really upsets me because what adult male would want to um, marry a child, right? First of all, a 
Aaliyah's legacy will be torched down by one part of her past will be being married to R. Kelly. Number two, his staff helps him get away with this kind of stuff. Number three, he should be able to do it because he's a genius. Boy, bye, you signed all these contracts and you basically have no type of money and it sickens my soul that people know R. Kelly has done the most disgusting things and they still support him. I was on an app called Big O Live, which my username for Anchor is the same thing. And people were saying, oh, but I still like R. Kelly's music. So then I rebuttaled, you like R. Kelly's music? That means you support pedophiles. And people got quiet. I don't have no shame in the things that I say, ladies and gentlemen. People are, are, they make a reason why they... Support this type of bullcrap. Being a victim of abuse could cause mental health issues. They say, especially when children get it in the rear in sexual abuse, there's a vein that and a cells that hit the brain that causes people to lose their mind, but people still support this sick person. What in the world is wrong with y'all? Y'all won't give no Fs until the same thing happens to one of your family members or your own child. And then I, I would be completely rude and say, well, you like R. Kelly, so why should I care? It really makes me sick to my stomach to know that people support this guy. Number two. The people who have helped R. Kelly get away with what he's gotten with deserves prison time just like him. You lure in little girls and all type of stuff and then you wanna, like they throw the rock and hide their hand. Who does that type of stuff? Like, I don't understand it. I don't get it. Like, why? I'm so glad he got charged racketeering. I'm so happy that Mr. Kelly has been getting beat up in there. What do you think? How do you think your victims feel? And then the fans go, well, you got to blame it on the parent. As a parent who works, you cannot monitor your child all the time. You could tell them to stay in the house while you go work. And they run away. I remember watching Surviving R. Kelly. A young woman was definitely um, got free from R. Kelly, got back in contact with her parents, and then she ran away to be back with him. Wow. Like, I don't know how to feel about that. I feel upset, angry. I don't know. People are just 
it makes it breaks my heart as parents and as a community we have to protect our little ones we have to protect our babies i don't care if my baby is 50 i'm sorry about that i don't care if my baby's 50 if in my power i could protect them i sure will I sure will. I don't play that mess with my children. And the parents who took the the payout for Mr. Kelly, y'all ain't shit for that. I'm sorry, I have to cuss. Y'all ain't shit for that. You make me sick. It pisses me off. And as a community, we still, this is what I had to say. Well, we, I was watching a show called Pose, and when Blanca's mother died, before he trans- did a transformation, his name was Mateo, he went back to, his, to her mother's house. She had passed away, and all she wanted was her mother's cookbook. Her brother was like, ugh, you're weird. You're, you're, you're a pedophile because someone decides to be a TS girl or transition. What, what, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, it really has me upset that, that people just accept that. Boy, if you can accept our Kelly doing this BS, you should be able to accept your everyday fella who does the same thing because there's no difference. I made a conscious choice at the age of 13 or 14 that I will never in life ever freaking again, ever, 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 ever listen to Mr. Kelly again because I felt what he was doing and when that video came out that it was just not right and anybody with a brain would say pedo vibes and then even after, even in the 90s when people knew what Mr. Kelly was doing, but you still bring your child to an R. Kelly concert. Y'all take money. I be telling people, all money is not good money. Let me repeat that again. All money is not good money. But we yet again, we still love these weirdos who do the most messed up things. And my thing is, I'm a righteous rebel. I will go against the system. I will say my peace. I don't care if you're mad at me. I don't care because guess what? I'm going to say what I want to say. Clearly, when 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 I do that, others around me feel some type of way, get angry with me, and don't want to talk to me. And then I have to realize, you have to say out loud, peace be still because people can be so messed up. Even when I was about five years old, in the car with my dad listening to the radio, I, um, used to get real agitated and and tell him turn the radio off that man is weird 
So I've always thought Kelly was a weirdo, and I made a conscious choice that I would never again listen to him because I don't support anybody on this earth, and then we try to deflect Oh, Elvis did that. Well, that's the European community. I'm talking about our community. And things of that nature. I'm not talking about what they're doing over there. I wouldn't care what they're doing over there. Because over there don't matter. It's really about protecting our... our our babies like we we don't care we don't care about them but we can let somebody the right money the right money says oh yeah you can do this to mine heck no and then when we get older we the people wonder why our little ones want to kill us and, and don't like us and then for the attorney to call these women liars and these super fans, I call them super, stu super stupids, to then defend it, it is really something wrong in this world. We, I'm starting to think the asses, I mean the masses are really crazy because I wouldn't care. <coughs> Excuse me. If my father was a pedophile, which he's not, I wouldn't mess with him either because we don't do that. We tell the truth. And I'm starting to realize others don't want to hear the truth. Truth makes others real angry. Truth will have somebody reflecting, saying dumb stuff. We don't even know what up from down is that's how lost we are and it's sad it is very very sad that even with what I read right now people will still support R. Kelly that's why I'm just like oh my goodness like hearing these women's stories really made me feel hurt with watching Surviving R. Kelly. I felt sick to my stomach. And what really got me upset was Drea Kelly, which she still uses his last name so she can make money. Um, acted like she didn't know what was going on. Girl, you lying. There's no way in heck you could tell me you did not know what was going on. Nobody is stupid over here. See, that's the issue. People sit up here and talk to me or make bold statements like, I'm not dumb. I understand English very, very well. We're not, we're not doing this. It's sickening, it's upsetting. And as a parent, say, so how can you still support this person? Do you know there's a lot of children that thank you and welcome um, that have physical abuse, sexual abuse, mental abuse. They have nobody to turn to.
but we support R. Kelly because the, the masses, the asses is some weirdos. This really upsets me. Uh, anybody that knows me knows we could be talking, we could be on live on the phone or in person. Please don't play R. Kelly because even when I'm on, if I was listening to Spotify and he collaborated with somebody, I skipped the song. If I'm on Pandora, I skipped the song. I don't play these games with people. But we the people don't care about each other. We the people look at these celebrities like they're God sent. I've been telling people for years, I don't respect nobody that's a sellout. Thank you for the heart, Perrin. Um, but we, it's just upsetting, man. We, we got to protect our children, our family, the gooder I feel. The world we're in is so lost. And yesterday or this morning, one of my coworkers shared with me a scripture in the Bible, like a whole chapter. And it, it stated why the world were falling. Hi, R Ricardo. It shows us why we... Um, as far as the African people and everything, the ones that have African, that have African, are African or have African descent. Hello, welcome. Um, why the fall of man has happened, and and then I listen and it makes sense. But then I am not religious. I don't follow religion. I'm not with that. That's not what I do. I believe in spirituality, then, but we're talking of like, all these things going on in the world right now make absolute sense. We don't know what's up from down, left from right. We accept Satan in our corner. And then when someone like me is like, yo, this ain't cool. People all of a sudden assume, Oh, you're just a hater oh, on, on an a idiot who can't read or write. And a person, yes, he may be wealthy, sellout, that abuses women. You just heard in the article, he, he, he will make them eat their dookie. Who? There is no way. I'm sorry. I'd have to hurt R. Kelly or kill him. There's no effing way. Like, no. And how you let a... How can I say this? I'm on air. How can you let a slow person control you like that? Like, we got to think. Y'all crazy. Doing what he say. Man, do you know how many times I tell people, you're not my father. I'm not a carbon copy of you. If you don't like me, leave me alone. There is no man. I'd like you eat your dookie first and then I'll eat it. I'm just playing, y'all would never do that. But y'all let this man who's slow do something to you, like, I'd have to just, oh my God. Like, I can understand the teenagers, 
but we want to blame parents. You can't always you can't always watch your children twenty four seven. You could tell your child don't do this, and their little brain they still find a reason to disobey. I wonder if Aaliyah's parents were at the trial. But I heard an alleged rumor, and I'm going to say allegedly. Aaliyah and her mother were having, allegedly, threesomes with R. Kelly. If that's true, that's disgusting because then y'all did something sexual together. The days we living in, man. This world is wicked, like, for reals, this world is freaking wicked and it's sad. I know I read an article on Facebook where a mother and daughter started dating, like, are you, well, almost cause, are you fools crazy? Incest is illegal, incest is not normal. But we African people sit up here and do the same thing as our oppressors do. Do we have our own mind? Can we stand alone? And do what we're supposed to do? I'm just saying. Well, Anchor and Spotify, thank you so much for listening. And tomorrow, I will do another podcast if I'm not tired. Peace and blessings. And peace, stay still.